going on, chums, and welcome back to the, the Game with Chums podcast. I'm your host this week, Raw, and I'm joined, as always, by the man in the hat, Mr. Paulie C. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Mr. Ross. I'm wearing the hat today because I haven't had a haircut and my hair's <laughs> just all over the place. So I looked myself in the mirror and I was just like, wow, I look like shit. I can sort <laughs> of get away. In the mirror and you're like, no, this is not acceptable. This is not good. And um, I did a live stream earlier and I can get away with it because the the camera the my image is quite small so you know i don't really mind but when it's like like like, like this i gotta look presentable you know but if you were listening to this on the put on the uh, on audio no you know don't give a shit but you know <laughs> for the youtubers <laughs> um yeah I wear, I, i'm wearing a hat because i need to get a haircut um but yeah I'll be... life in uh, the tail end i guess of a pandemic yeah Still not Wanting to go and do stuff I've, like that. I've just got lazy, man. Like, because I work from home and I just lay around in my like s- s- jogging bottoms, sweatpants, and just like just live like a slob, really. And I don't, I don't really have to like like make myself look pretty or anything to go outside or anything like that. The only time I go outside is to go to the shops or something. But yeah, well, that's the whole world for the last couple of years now, going on two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we have been going out a bit more, which is good. Mm. Um, we had a little excursion with the chums yesterday, myself, Paul, Dan and Nikki, who long-time fans of the channel might remember from the early days. And also Dan's been on the podcast a couple of times. Um, yeah, we just went out and got pissed yesterday. So Yeah. <laughs> another reason why we look slightly disheveled. Yeah, I mean... um. Not, I didn't have hangover or anything like that because I went for a, a run this morning and um, I felt fine, but I could definitely feel myself a bit laggy when I was playing Apex because my my uh, hand-eye coordination and you know sort of reflexes, so to speak, were really slow. And if you if you watch the stream on our Twitch channel, uh, game with chums. So, what was I saying again? Uh, yeah, my, I was a bit la- like I could definitely feel it when I was playing oh, Apex. Bridge. Yeah, I, I wasn't sh- as sharp as I normally like think I am. So, yeah, I, I didn't play very well. But I could, oh, you can, you can feel it like when you. We drank a lot of cider, so I had a sugar rush like when I was sleeping. So I sort of woke up because the sugar was coursing in my body. I was like, oh, and it was like four o'clock. I was like, why? I'm wide awake because I just felt like I just feel the sugar in my in my body because you know. Cider is very, uh, very sweet and got a lot of sugar in it. We had like about three, three of those. fruit ciders that we were drinking, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, so, um, how you been, man? You know, obviously, I know, but you know, what you've been up to, what you've been playing, let the uh, let the people know, man. Let the people know oh. if anyone's watching on the video, sees me constantly wiping my forehead, it's just the sun is come out with a vengeance in the last hour and it's so hot mm. in my room so <laughs> um what have i been playing i've been playing psychonauts too which is amazing um it's easily in the running for my personal game of the year at this point and i'm like maybe like six to eight hours in somewhere around there and for anyone that's played it the last thing i did was the um psyching's sensorium level um but I know Paul's been playing a bit of it as well, so I don't want to go too in-depth, but it's just a very, very good game. Mm. And, um, but yeah, I mean, Tales of Arise is out on Friday, so I'm kind of hoping I can finish it by then. My true love 
Oh God, my phone. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was mute. Uh, sorry. Carry on. Uh, Tales of Rise is out on Friday, so I'd like to finish it by then, but I don't want to rush through it because I'm just enjoying it so much. So Tales mm. of Rise might get pushed back a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, both of those games, we have videos up on our YouTube channel. So if you haven't seen either of them, go and check out. Paul did mm. the first sort of hour or so. Yeah. Just the prologue. First hour or so of um, Psychonauts 2, and I did a video of the Tales of Arise demo. And mm. um, yeah, two games I've been very looking forward to this year, and I'm glad both of them are nearly here. Um, that's about it, really. I've just been playing that. Um, what about you? What have you been playing and doing? And Oh, uh, just, um, just playing um, Mass Effect 2 Legendary Edition for the Twitch. Mostly I play games like I normally either stream it or make a video of it i don't really play games for like my own personal time these days <laughs> so it's like because of my full-time job and stuff i don't really get the time to like actually pl- sit there and play unless it's like streaming something which is becoming like a second job in a way so um yeah like so just playing apex and some obviously played some psychonauts um but i've not actually sat down and played a game for, for pleasure so to speak um in for a while so i might have to like ha- have some time off you know and pl- actually play a video game f- without streaming or making a video for it take some time off for mm. halo infinite's release date maybe so yeah but you know you know we'll be making videos for that as well so oh yeah yeah sure will yeah but um yeah i've been good like like you said been going out a lot more seeing friends seeing and uh, seeing the outside world um obviously mcm's coming up so i've got my ticket for that and it'll be good to go out and see all those uh see uh, you know pay uh over the price uh like to pray for an overpriced ticket and um overpriced food and booze and merchandise you know it seems to get more really expensive selling it. <laughs> it gets i like it but it's getting a bit ridiculous like every year, the, the the price of the ticket goes up. Like I remember when it was ten pound, you you know now it's like double that, and it's like twenty two for more than double gen- that, isn't it? Yes, Over twenty quid now. Yes, yeah, twenty two pounds just for a general entry ticket, which is I I think it's absurd, and twenty eight pounds for a priority ticket. So you just get in, you can get in like earlier, but. You never get in at nine o'clock when it opens unless you're at the front because you've got the queues to get through. It's like a massive like, <laughs> pain in the ass just to get in. But it's normally quite f- fluid and you get in quite quickly. Um, they sort of got worked it out where they've got it quite uh, doing it quite efficiently. But yeah, EGX is coming up as well. So hopefully I'll, I know some people want to go for that. So that'll be good. Um, basically, yeah, just the world's opening up again and all the stuff that we used to like doing and 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 going to is is all coming back. Uh, we missed the uh, London Anime Gaming Con that was uh, like a month or two ago. Um, it's a shame because I'd like it. It's a small con and I like to support it. And uh, I always have we always have sort of a good time there. But it was too soon after like the restrictions were lifted. I didn't have my son, my second jab and I didn't like. You've seen the spike in like cases because you know people have just been going sort of going out and going football matches and stuff like that. So I thought that was way too soon. So I didn't go. I didn't go to that. The 
MCMs in October. So hopefully things will sort of slowly next month, actually, but hopefully things will be all right. September yeah. already. And this, this, year this year's kind going... of flown by and yeah. felt like it's gone on forever at the same time. Mm, yeah. But yeah, that's it, man. But yeah, so... I mean, I'm sure we'll have videos of those, that stuff. Yeah. They, on they, the channel as well because we always our live stuff always does better than yeah everything else quite frankly, we, sh- so. we should we should do we should become like a, a, a vlog channel or something like that yeah, yeah like, who no, cares about video games no no none of our uh, our let's plays uh sort of that's what we primarily do but it's it's quite apparent that our let's plays uh, don't do the same sort of viewing figures as say an event or cons or unboxings and just going out <laughs> people want to see us out and about yeah. well, you mentioned unboxings obviously I, I was that was one thing i did forget to mention because i mm. done an unboxing on the channel for the yeah. uh final fantasy 14 vinyl box set which came out last week mm. and um yeah that's done better than <laughs> probably the last 50 videos i've made it's not done amazingly well but it's done better than most of our stuff does so yeah they, they still something they always seem to be slow burners those ones they get mm-hmm. they don't do fantastic when they open when when we upload them but they they over time they stay that it does build up so um it's yeah that's that's good i rather yeah, as long as people are watching it i don't mind if we don't do like uh, like a thousand in the first hour if it's slowly built up that's still it's still it's still something but um i'll we'll have one more unboxing before the year is out because uh the end walker expansion comes out in november and um i've got the collector's edition of that pre-ordered so i'll put an unboxing of that up on the channel as well so look forward to that in two-ish months excellent so paul yep what's been going on in the world of gaming then? um what's new not 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 a great deal i mean we've had uh gamescon um recently about two about was it like a two weeks ago now Gamescom no. did happen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really remember much. Of not what much. Happened, not much happened. Happen, not much happened. I mean, I live streamed some of the events. Um, the Xbox event, which was, it wasn't even worth watching. To be honest, and it was very dull and very, very uh, uninspiring. It was, a, it was a misfire for sure. Yeah. Um, I watched the opening night. Streamed that, and that was that had more sort of. Uh, not like new announcements, but it was just more entertaining. Uh, I remember watching it and thinking that was a pretty good show, but I can't really remember anything that was. I think I can remember mm. two things that were announced. One was mm. um, the uh, Saints Row reboot, and yeah. the other one. Well, actually, this the Dead Space remake was already announced, but they showed the trailer, mm. didn't they? Yeah, if I remember I mean, correctly. Yeah, like well, there's been two re- like reboots that you mentioned there, that which kind of ties into what we're going to talk about. So yeah, like it's the uh, it's the age. I mean, the reboots have been around for ages, but yeah, we'll get more into that in a bit. But um, yeah, there was also the um, the uh, Horizon Forbidden West, the uh, controversy about no free upgrades, and then they've done a sort of a U-turn. Fans were happy, but mm, it's I not. I suppose this is probably the big story that's happened yeah. recently. Uh-huh. Um, because they, they launched pre-orders a couple of days ago as of the time of recording this. Mm-hmm. And there were no there was no upgrade path basically. So if you like a lot of people don't have a PS5 at the moment. And um 
they might want to buy the game on PS4 and know that they can play it on PS5 when they get that console. And all they could do, unless they bought like an extra expensive edition, all they could do was um, just play the PS4 game in back combat on a PS5, which obviously isn't ideal. And um, yeah, they just, unless you bought an expensive collector's edition or ultimate edition, whatever they called it, um, you just didn't get an upgrade, which is bad enough, but they didn't also even provide an upgrade path for it so you just you bought the standard edition on ps4 that was it you were stuck with that if you owned it on ps5 you'd have to rebuy the game yeah it's just absurd quite frankly yeah and um people i remember people were giving xbox shit for the whole smart delivery thing before launch just saying oh it's just a buzzword it doesn't mean anything but that's that works i know i can get an xbox game at least one that supports smart delivery because some scummy publishers won't support it because they want to mm. make people pay more. But at least like Xbox's um, first-party stuff, you buy the game and you just stick it in whichever console you own and it downloads the appropriate version and then you just play that. And that's, that's that should be how it is. At least for mm. first-party stuff where the fucking platform holder has control over that, that's how it should work. Unfortunately, Sony have decided that new gen games are $70 instead of 60 so they don't want people buying the $60 last gen version and then getting an upgrade to the new gen version for free which they should do anyway who cares but yeah that's that's it not only is it not only are their games more expensive now but they're basically stiffing you out of upgrades so they did um, come out I think just today actually and announced a U-turn and now they're giving people the opportunity to give them $10 for a, for an upgraded version, which still sucks, quite frankly. It should just be it should just be free. They should be looking after their plat- their customers on their platform, but they're not. And you and I don't have PS5s. We both said we'd, we, we would, we'd get one at some point. All this stuff is not making me want to buy a PS5. It's kind of making me just want to give them the finger, quite frankly. Because... Mm-hmm. Like the price hike is annoying enough. I think I mentioned this before, but when um, Final Fantasy VII Remake um, came out, was that last year now? April last year, I think. Mm-hmm. I got it for like forty-two eighty-five or something, and now the PS5 version coming out is sixty-nine ninety-nine. So almost almost thirty quid on top a year later. It's just completely nuts. Luckily, that one does give you a free upgrade. <laughs> the pricing is just mad. But yeah, U-turn. Now they're letting people give them more money for an upgrade, mm. which still kind mm. of sucks. Mm. Um, just, and people are just like, yay, we won. People power. We got them to U-turn. It's like, yeah, it still sucks. Still a crappy situation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that's probably the biggest gaming story. There's not much that's happened really other than... As you say, Gamescom and stuff like the Saints Row reboot being announced. So I guess we can go straight into our main topic for this week, which is reboots, remakes, remasters, all that kind of stuff. And um, this was your topic, so I'm going to let you take the reins and lead us into it. Oh, is that how it works now? Bloody hell. Okay. That's, that's, that's yeah, all right. you, get, you get to delegate. Wow, uh, okay. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> um, we've had... Uh, this is a thing that's happened in gaming for you know 
uh, for a while now. Um, a game will get like a, the remake, the sort of new sort of shiny update. And um, I just want to talk about, like, I know you've got some opinions about certain remakes and I just want to see where we sort of our feelings, our thoughts are with the whole process of, I mean, like me personally, I, I, I want to say some, some remakes are, are good and some are blatant cash grabs. Um, I'm not talking about remasters. I'm just talking about rebuilding the whole the, the game from like basically from the ground up. Remasters are a different thing. It's just, um, but with remakes on certain games, I, I'll give you an example. Like the one of my f- favorite games of all time, Knights of the Republic, that's been remade, and I'm pretty sure that's been uh, more that's been confirmed. Um, I wish I knew who the developer was going to be because it's not Bioware. I don't think it has actually been confirmed. I think it's, it's not been... just hip, so, so heavily rumored that everyone's just yeah. assuming it is. But the, I, I thought there was a developer behind them. It's like, I know it's, yes, but it's not Bioware, which is a shame. So that makes that's that's a red flag for me. But I mean, is it current Bioware? It's not. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to say. It's not. <laughs> it's not the Bioware of old. So maybe it is a good thing that another a developer, another studio is going to take the reins. But I, I love that game so much, and it was probably like it is probably my all-time favorite game of all time. Probably my favorite game of all time. Um, and I sort of think to myself, like it's not. It's not a bad game. I mean, it shows its age. It's of its time. It came out for the OG Xbox in like two thousand and three. So it is a game of its time, but it's a, it's, it's a good function. You can play it now, and it still works fine. Controls, maybe the combat, it's not to everyone's taste because it was turn-based. Not like real, it was real-time turn-based, not like Final Fantasy games where you, 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 you your squad's in one in a line and you, the enemies are in it's the other like line. Yeah. Old, old school yeah. real-time with pause, yeah. PC, RPG. Yeah, I mean, like, you can, bit, like, I think you could call it clunky, but it still works. It still works. I mean, I've played it recently. I was like, this game still... Like, the graphics, maybe it doesn't hold up, but it still plays well. The voice acting's fantastic in it. The story's great. Like, um, the music is great. I mean, the music still sounds good. It still it sounds like a, like, a, like a Star Wars film. You know, it does. Uh so I was like, oh, I mean, yeah, it's good, but which which direction are they going to stay true to the original story, or are they going to do which some remakes have done is like stick to certain parts of the story, but then completely like have a new sort of ending? Because I like Knights of the Republic had like branch, not two different branching endings, but they it was. You had the light side, you had the dark side choices and stuff can happen. Like, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't like three different, like 10 or seven different endings. It was like two, two definitive endings, the bad and the good. But there was choices that lead up to that, that, you know, certain party members can die, certain actions can happen. So I don't know what they're going to do. Is it going to be more of a um, sort of streamlined sort of game? Or is it going to be true to like the, the the spirit of the old game, where you know you can you have the choice to do certain tasks to be a certain way, or you could just be like a, um, in in the middle. So I don't know. Like it's always difficult when there's a game you love and it's being remade. It's like you 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 you're excited, but you're also like like apprehensive of like how they're going to do. 
the game and are they going to do the game justice? Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to have the, the main protagonist because you can only play as a man or a, a man or a female or, or male. Are they going to be voiced? Because that protagonist was, you know, they were silent protagonists, really. You can choose dialogue options, but I'm pretty sure they're going to do that sort of like the sort of like where they have the, 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 the you're going to have like the protagonist fully voiced, which I don't know, good. I, I don't think they need to, but I'm pretty sure modern audiences would like it, the, the, the protagonist to be voiced. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's just an example. I mean, there's been like, as you say in the news, like we've had the there's a Saints Row remake coming out. I mean, I well, never really, full on reboot, isn't it? It's yeah, like a complete reboot. Of reboot, thing. but it's like still a, still got the names called Saint Row. It's just like reboot, remake, re- whatever you want. Like it's just um, and you got the uh, Dead Space that's a remake. And I watched the some of the developer uh, clips that they they've been putting out. Isaac Clarke's going to be voiced by uh, the same voice actor, I believe, from. One and from two and three, can't remember his name now. Uh, do you remember? Do you go? Do you know these the voice actor's name off the top of your head? Can't remember. Uh, yeah, but he's been voiced. So, um, yeah, See, so that's... that I'm fine with because mm. I well, we've had this discussion before. You and me, I'm not a fan of silent protests. No, I rather than I just think voiced. it's I just think it's it just feels really clumsy. Mm. So in some games more than others, like you haven't played Destiny, but. In Destiny, your character was originally voiced like throughout the first game and up into one of the first expansions, like maybe the first minor expansion, you were voiced and then they just dropped it and then it just got increasingly silly. Like, um, there were times people were, people were talking to you and your character just looks at them like fucking dope and then your ghost starts talking for you instead. And it's like, I, just, I hate this, it feels so clumsy, but um. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I'm I'm not a fan of it, so I'm fine if they want to make Isaac voiced in Dead Space remake. It's a shame I, because I mean, he's not going to be like talking constantly. No, but, but it's a shame because um, the obviously like EA closed down Bristol Games, so it's going to be a new developer. Not even that long ago, no, a couple of years ago. Yeah, just like well, that's the end of that. And they, the the ex the employees must be w- watching this now, going, "You bastards." <laughs> You taking our one of our our best IPs, the the IP that probably made their studio, and giving it to another studio in your sort of web of studios that they own, and um, yeah, basically remaking it and talking about oh how how great this IP was and you know how you know and everything like that. I'm just like wow, wow. After the sort of disappointing sales and reaction to Dead Space 3. They binned them off. Yeah, then I mean, like, oh, well, that was to do with EA's meddling as well. Yeah. Obviously, but, yeah, they, they they wanted more, they wanted to, to appeal to like the Call of Duty crowd and stuff like that. Make it more market full of microtransactions. Yeah. So um, I when I heard that, I was like, yes, it's a good thing. But also like the, the way they treated the original developers, and they've just uh, a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, God, it's like, I want to, I probably will buy it, but I kind of don't want to in a strange way, just like to take some sort of, not like a stand or just say, look, look what you did to this device. You spat, you chewed them up, told them what to do. And when that didn't work, this is what your choices, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you bend them, you know? <laughs> so kind of like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not too happy. They're probably like, they were looking at their back catalog, the studio, the IPs there, and go, what can we do? We need to make some more money. 
There's like we got you know what we got we got Bioware and that's not going too well. Uh, we, we, we like we've got there's some beloved IPs that we own here. I mean, they, uh, whoa, let's just make let's get someone to let's get a studio to remake uh, Dead Space. And everyone, I don't think anyone's really mentioned the fact that that remakes happening, but Bristol Games have nothing to do with it. I don't think anyone. Everyone just seems to be really hyped that there's a remake and just go, oh look, new shiny graphics and look at these um, hallways. Don't they look spooky? But I'm just thinking they're going. Um, <laughs> they do yeah, look but, pretty spooky though. Yeah, I, I think look. It looks. It look, from what I'm seeing, yeah, it, it looks good. But I'm still thinking in the back of my head, like, man, the the, the talent behind it, the the brains behind it, is they they're gone. You know, they've just been used up. And one of them. Up. What's his name? Glenn Schofield, I think, who was like one of the studio heads. Uh, um, when they were when Visceral were making Dead Space, he started up his own indie studio, and they're making a, a survival horror game that sort of like, looks like kind of a spiritual successor to Dead Space. Mm-hmm. I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called or what the developers called, but Space Dead. <laughs> space Dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's space, but it's dead. <laughs> but yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, it's supposed to be set in the PUBG universe, but it's like a sci-fi horror game. So figure that one out. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, remember- I'm kind of the same. I, when they announced Dead Space remake, I was like, oh, yes. But I love, I, well, I haven't actually played Dead Space 3, um, but I love Dead Space 1 and 2. And um, yeah, I was excited for it. But like you at the same time thinking, well, oh, I wish they hadn't killed the team that made it. Mm. Because it's being made by EA Motive, who uh, are they Canadian? I think they French Canadian? Yeah, or, uh, I think so I think they're in Quebec. Yeah, uh, I think they're the ones that made um, Star Wars Squadrons recently as well. Came out yeah. a year or two ago. Yeah, I mean that, that's a that was a decent game. I've not played much of it, but I enjoyed what I played. Yeah, but, they're yeah. saying all the right things, like how they're it's not it's kind of going to be essentially story like shot for shot remake but they're gonna they're taking some things that work better in the sequels like the zero g stuff in the first dead space is pretty clumsy so you literally just like jump from point to point whereas in dead space 2 you have like complete 360 degree control so they're sort of importing that into dead space one so that should be interesting and um it looks like they want to be quite faithful with it and uh they said no microtransactions and everyone cheered and it's just a weird what a weird world we live in now where someone says don't worry we're not going to rip you off and people go yay rather than just well yeah that should well, be expected uh, i don't know i i i i i, I, don't, I don't know about that like, with no no tra- micro transactions i don't know it, it's just because yeah, it's just EA, yeah, isn't it? They they'll probably yeah, love start, their damn microtransactions. They'll probably start sneaking something, some stuff into the like like later on yeah. in the launch of the game. Yeah, well, that's like what what I expect now when when a developer says no microtransactions. I sort of automatically in my head add on at launch. At launch, yeah, yeah. Because there have been plenty of instances where they've said that, and then other companies I don't know if EA have done it specifically, but I know other publishers have said that and then stuck them in like a few months down the line. Uh-huh. But like um the the I know you said that Saints Row is like essentially a reboot, but it's still 
they're basically like starting over. I don't know if it's got any ties to the first game. It's just completely starting from fresh. But I, I was never really a big fan of Saints Row. Um, it was it started off as a poor man's sort of GTA. Then progressively it got more stupid and more wacky. And some people like that. Like they liked to, that that sort of wackiness to it because it was a less serious version of it of GTA. And I I, I think it's a, it's a shit version of GTA. But um yeah, that's that's being rumored. And when they showed that, I was just like, oh great, yeah. I've like, oh, never played a Saints Row game, yeah. partially because they're it started off as a GTA clone, and I don't like GTA. What? So I don't. I don't what? like. G- I don't like. Don't like GTA. You don't like GTA. Oh my god! It's awful. Terrible game series. Wow. No, I just I I I I uh, I disagree with you there, but everyone's entitled to their opinion. But yeah, <laughs> never enjoyed it. I've never, I don't even see the appeal in it, quite frankly. But I say everyone's different. Obviously, a lot of people do like it. I just can't stand it. I think it's yeah. terrible. I'm one of them. I really like GTA. But because of that, I've never played Saints Row. Um, in general, I'm not that big on open world games anyway. Um, I play maybe one a year, maybe two at an absolute push. So am I going to play this new Saints Row? Probably not. I mean, I'll look at it and see what it looks like because um, they do seem to be pushing it quite heavily. Um, but yeah, I don't think I'll care, to be fair. Mm. Similarly with that Far Cry 6, which is out soon, another open world game I don't care about and I'm sure it'll sell millions. Yeah, I, I I've, haven't cared about Far Cry since Far Cry 3. I thought that game was really good, but um, since then it's just the same thing. It is literally the same thing. No, there's a ty- tyrannical antagonist. You got to like team up with f- factions to overthrow them. Then you get a choice of who you're gonna put in power or who you're gonna betray. It's just the same thing, rinse and repeat. Um, is a charismatic and wacky sort of like antagonist. He's got more personality than the than the protagonist. So um, yes, this seems to be the same thing, and they got they they roped in that geezer from Breaking Bad, so uh, and from, from, Esposito. yeah, and from he, he was in the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, he's a, he, he's a good actor, and then but that's not going to be enough for me to go. Oh, you know what? I'm going to give this a chance because once you play one Far Cry, it's pretty much the same thing. They they add they might add some new weapons and some different sort of uh, gameplay elements, but it is basically the same thing. But um, yeah. But I've got, going back onto like remakes, um, there was one recently which we've was. sort of discussed, and uh, but I, I always wanted to sort of have a sort of podcast just so we can get more into depth to it. It came out last year, and it's of a beloved series, a beloved beloved game. It was Final Fantasy VII remake, which I use the term remake very loosely. But um, yeah, like I enjoyed the game, but I, I I believe you have some sort of you have some issues with with it being a, titled a remake and the game in general. I don't care about it being called a remake. I just don't think it's very good. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, I, I enjoyed parts of it. Like it's, I think it started really strongly. The first hour is genuinely awesome. And um, and then it just quickly goes downhill, and it's just you could cut that game in half lengthwise, and it would immeasurably improve it. 
Like mm-hmm. it's, a, it's like a 40 hour game, cut it in half, take 20 hours out of it, and you make it a better game mm-hmm. because there's that there's so much needless, mindless, busy work shite in it literally hours of it, and it's just mm. like and it, and it comes up pretty quickly as well because you do the first bombing mission, obviously, it isn't spoilers, it follows the original game fairly closely at points, but you do the original bombing mission. And then have a little wander about above the plate, just like you do in the original game, but you see a bit more of Midgar. And then you get back to the slums, and then immediately it's like, okay, now go and find three cats. Now go and kill five dogs in a parking lot or something. A lot of fetch quests. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's full of crap like that, just to just to lengthen it out because they made the decision that it had to be Midgar only, and then you people wouldn't pay. 40, 50 quid for a five-hour game. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. it's just... I mean, even if it was 10 hours, like make it twice as long as it took in the original game, that'd be fine. A lot of games are 10 hours, but it's 40 hours long, and at least 20, 25 hours of that awful crap. And um, I was, was... Sorry, go on. It was a conscious decision by Square Enix to uh, split what, the to game up. Shit. No, to split to to not release the full game, to release it in parts that give the speed spit speed. So I can't speak today. Spoon feeding us the game in in drips and drabs. Because obviously, like I yeah, like, I I agree with you what you said there. Like, uh, it, I thought it was going to be a straight up remake. I knew they were going to add parts to it. But I thought they were going to add stuff that add, like sort of adds to to the overall game experience. It was a lot of it was like, oh wow, I'm a monster hunter now. All oh, right, wow, I got to go and do meaningless side quests now. Just they were delaying the game until you did certain mandatory like side quests and stuff like that. Then they would like obviously allow you to go and play more of the actual game because yeah, they was seriously padded i mean they did add some good parts i mean that the, the, one of the side missions i well it wasn't the side mission it's actual it's an actual part of the main camp story when you go to jesse's parents i thought that was good you got to learn more about them yeah, yeah that was good that was, that that's was the good. one thing they added that i genuinely mm. liked yeah but um yeah. even other than the padding like they stretch out all the all the stuff they do take from the original game they stretch it out to be as long as it can possibly be like the train graveyard goes on forever I wanted mm. to kill myself halfway through that, and it just kept going. Mm-hmm. And then the sewers as well, and you have to go back to the sewers. Mm. And you go back and spend another hour in the sewers to get an item that you had five hours before. <laughs> so <laughs> you get to the end of the sewers, and they're like, "Ah, oh, yes, we've got the thing we came here for. And I was like, you had that five hours ago. That was like a plot element five hours ago. You had them. What are you got? I don't like the game. I think it sucks. Yeah. So that, that's... um. <laughs> That, that, that's a, a remake uh, of, an, of a beloved IP, which Square Enix knew that people would buy. I mean, that's pretty ballsy of them to like pad out the game that much and then but split it not into two parts, not, I think into three parts is what they're going for. I don't even know. It no. might even be more because I reckon they, they'll probably like pad out the next part of the game where you, you'll go, you, you, what's the next part? You leave the. Because then it goes oh, go to calm, go, have the yeah. flashback, then go yeah. to the Chocobo Ranch to get through the marshes into the Mithril Cave, mm. through to Jinan, 
And um, I mean, who knows, man? They could pad that bit out. I mean, we, like like recruiting going to Yuffie's, um to Wu Tai that was optional. So they're definitely going to put that in and have that. That might even be a whole disc uh, game to itself. <laughs> they might pad that whole part out, even though. Well, I mean, they, they only talk like about Wu Tai a bit more in the remake, so they're obviously going to include that more in the game this time, which I'm fine with doing with them doing that. Mm. But it's um, but before the game came out and they were and they were saying people were talking about it on forums and they were saying oh yeah well, it kind of makes sense because it's a big game to to remake in like crazy modern graphics um so yeah it kind of makes sense that they'd piecemeal it out and i was like yeah okay maybe I, I could see that it is there's a lot of environments they'd have to make to make the full game um but then it comes out and it's just padded with crap it's just like oh, clearly you didn't need to do this Mm. It's just so much mindless shite in the game, but mm. um, yeah, I, I I was all for them. You could tell before it came out that they were going to change some stuff up because they kept showing the bloody Death Eaters in every mm. trailer, so it was obvious things were going to be a bit different. And I was on board for that. I played the original probably ten times, and the original still exists. So if it's not shot for shot, that's fine by me. If they want to do something different with it, yeah, fine. Mm. I take issue with what they did do differently, though, because I just don't think it was very good. Mm. If, they, if they'd switched things up and done a good job with it, I'd be like, yeah, great. But mm. they switched things up and made it worse, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame, man. Like, yeah, I could see your points, but I still enjoy what I play. But a lot of the... Um, the, the where Cloud becomes like a monster hunter. I was like, oh, okay. And then that was just basically once you've done those missions, that, that's never brought up again. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but yeah, it, people love Final Fantasy VII so much that they're willing to pay like 60 quid for each, 70 quid for each part now. So, you know, um, but uh, there's been there's been good remakes recently. Like I can think of two off the top of my head. Obviously, two from one, one game series. Actually, there's been one. Like the other one's not so... <laughs> Resident, Resident Evil 2 that's a brilliant remake that is a, that's a fantastic remake great that's how to do it it loses well. a bit of the original game but it's so good that it doesn't matter I think it um, yeah it loses part of the original game but it also gives something new to, especially to new players of the game mm. yeah I really enjoy it we did a let's play of that and uh, I, we played through Leon A mm. um, but yeah that's also you know that's like how the original was you played like different scenarios and stuff which is good i'm glad they kept it and they've added a bit of more lore to it um but i i think from it what looks I remember, incredible as well it's such a good looking game it plays it plays well as well it plays well as well <laughs> try to say that three times fast um but um yeah it's it, it the, the, the the combat on it combat in it is very good the it looks fantastic the voice acting is great I mean, like some people even I mean, it's prefer... 60 FPS as well. Yeah, some people even prefer it over the original, you know, like because it's not tank controls and fixed camera. So, you know, like especially like newer players who never played the original PS1, probably uh, think you know they'll go back and go that. That's a piece of <laughs> this this pixelated piece piece of crap. <laughs> this piece like, of crap is what you yeah, love. Yeah, uh, I, I I played the original on PS1 and and in 64. Um, when they when they came out, I prefer the remake. I think yeah. the remake's just that good. It's such a good game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it's one of the best games of last gen, if you ask me. It's, yeah. it's that good. 
Yeah, I I agree. Like, I think they, that followed the story pretty much all the main plot points. I don't think they changed anything w- with it. There was no like Death Eaters or some some bullshit <laughs> like that. Like it's an alternate reality or some crap like that. Um, this yeah, is a different it's pretty timeline. faithful. It's pretty faithful. I think they yeah. just they made one part shorter, if I can remember. Um, but then they made the sewers longer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And people don't like sewers in games typically, and I generally agree with them. Every time I get to a sewer in a game, I'm like ah, oh, sewer level. I think they cut the, the bloody spiders out. There weren't no giant mm. spiders in the remake, which I'm glad of. I was like, why is there giant spiders? Whatever, <laughs> man. You know, I get zombies. That's of T virus, but why is there giant mutated spiders? I'm always glad when there's no spiders in the game. You got you're you're if only, if only all games had no spiders. Yeah, they would be vastly improved. Yeah, I mean it was good length as well. I mean the one of the scenarios about ten to twelve, even longer than that hours, depending on what difficulty you played it on. So that's it's, you got good value for it, and obviously mm. they didn't have to split. They could have done oh here's Leon A. You have to buy Leon <laughs> Come uh, back next year for yeah, Leon B, B and then the Claire, year after that for Claire A. Yeah, they could have done that. Maybe I mean the Square yeah, Enix route. Yeah, like what they've done with Final Fantasy, but um. Yeah, there was also another remake in that series, uh, Resident Evil 3, Nemesis, which has, it looks really good, like same as Resi 2, but it just didn't have, it, they didn't, it yeah, wasn't. I get the feeling it had yeah. a short development. But yeah. I, I remember seeing someone, I think someone posted this on Reset Era and they said, like someone made a thread saying, like, oh, Resi 3 remake is 20 quid now. Should I buy it? And someone was like, um, Someone said it's it's a really good DLC. And I was like, yeah, that's actually summed it up pretty well. If it was like a 15, 20 quid DLC for Resident Evil 2, everyone would be like, yeah, this is brilliant. Mm. But it's it's own on it as its own game. It's like there's only the one scenario. It's like six hours long. And it's a good game. Um, but it's yeah. not worth it. It shouldn't have been full price. Yeah, they did the opposite of what Square Enix done and not pad it at all. They actually took sections <laughs> out took, of it. Yeah, they took chunks out of it, yeah. which is annoying when it was only six hours long to actually mm. remove stuff, which mm. would have, which didn't really need removing. But as I say, I get the feeling it had a pretty short development time, and they were just like, oh, "We need to cut something to make this work." Mm-hmm. But it's still a very good game. It still it looks it probably looks even better than Resident Evil Two Remake does. It's a very good looking game, and it plays just as well as um, Resi Two does. Maybe even plays a little bit better if you prefer a bit more of an action focus. It had the dodge mechanic and stuff that, that yeah. um, it had in the original game. Mm. But, yeah, so it is a lot more. Yeah. It's a lot more action packed than Resi Two. Yeah, but someone did... got that for me for Christmas, so I didn't pay for it at all, and I loved it. But I think if I'd paid full price for it, I would have been a bit more critical. Yeah, yeah. but it's still a good game. It's, it's just not to the standard of RE2 yeah. remake. It, do, it doesn't really have the re- replay value as Resident Evil 2. Mm. Uh, it's a shame because, like, uh, you know, it's, I reckon if... I don't know what Capcom was thinking about, like, um, not having a short development time. I wonder what the thinking was there. Like, we need to rush this out straight away. I mean, if they, mm. if, if they let... If, if, they, if we knew that that was coming out, we would have been happy to wait a bit yeah, longer people have been happy uh, to wait i mean look how long resi 2 remake was in development mm-hmm. they announced that like like four or five years before it came out mm-hmm. it, was, it was announced way ahead of time and people were happy to wait yeah and what and the product we got was worth the wait yeah, but yeah i think people would be willing to wait for 
Resident Evil 3 remake that was a bit longer and that would have been one where I would have actually liked to see them kind of reimagine it a bit because mm. the original game was very short um, because it was basically not Resident Evil 3 originally. No. Because they had a deal with Sony to to make uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3, I think, as like timed exclusives. Um, but the actual Resident Evil 3 was supposed to be Code Veronica, which launched on the Dreamcast. And then Sony kicked up a fuss and said, wait, hang on a minute, you've got to make Resident Evil 3 for us. So they they made Resident Evil 3 quickly, which is why it was so short, and slapped the 3 on that and renamed the other one Code Veronica. But it would have it was a it would have been a really good opportunity for them to say, okay, like we've got another shot at Resi 3. We're gonna kind of reimagine it and see what else we can do with it and beef it up a bit. But unfortunately they just kind of rushed it out. Mm-hmm. I say I I'd say again, it is still a very good game, it's still good fun to play. Mm. Yeah, so those these have been those two are examples of remakes done well, you know, and which we enjoyed. Obviously, Fun Fantasy, it it's still got Sold well, critically acclaimed. Oh, uh, people, do you re- people love Final Fantasy VII remake. I can't quite fathom why. Do you reckon it's the? Uh, do you reckon it's the nostalgia? They they're probably blind to the the game's uh, faults. And, I think a lot of it is the presentation, honestly, because it does look fantastic. Hmm. It looks amazing, and it it plays well as well, which is obviously not something that it was that you should just dismiss, but. Um, I think a lot of people are willing to overlook a lot of crap if a game looks pretty, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. It does look very pretty. Yeah, yeah. It's just so full of busy work crap. And um, another thing as well, they did nail the characters. I think they absolutely nailed the cast. Like, they mm-hmm. all feel like the characters you would expect them to be from having played the original. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there is an element of nostalgia where people are like, oh, wow, this is the characters I, as I always imagined them to be, which is, you know, I'm not dismissing that. I understand that point of view, but it's just the longer I played that game, the further I got into it, the more I hated it. Just everything went on for so long and so many of the additions did not work for me. Mm. No, I, um, yeah, mm. sorry, go on. I, I, I don't want to say give spoilers because you know it's still a game's only been out for like a oh just over a year but like it's taken it into some into a different sort of way it's you know i don't want to say anymore but i think you know what i'm I'm talking about so we'll wait to see to see how they're going to handle the next five or six parts you know it could go on to the next gen it'll be yeah so um, Final Fantasy Remake 7 Remake Part 9 yeah coming to PS12 yeah, you don't know you could do and obviously they've got that exclusivity deal with Sony so there are people who, who have PC is it on PC? no no so the people who have only an Xbox PC and Switch they haven't experienced it yet and you know they're probably going to wait a bit longer for it to become exclusive because they well they announced the in the, the year kind of ran out because it was mm. a timed exclusive for a year, which was April this year. Mm. The year ran out and then nobody said anything about it coming to other platforms. And then they announced the PS5 um, version in a grade, which comes with like the UFI DLC. And um, yeah, that one is now, that one was timed exclusive for six months. So that's going to take us up to beginning of next year. So 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> just have to wait until like February now to see if it comes to anything else. Not February, like mm-hmm. January, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, I don't care because I don't want to play it again. But there are a lot of people that will want to play it. And it kind of sucks that they waited a year and then they announced a new version with an extra six months of exclusivity on top of it. Yeah. yeah. So, well, people are just going to have to wait until next year to find out if they get to play it ever. Mm. Yeah. I mean, um, like I said, remakes still, like, it's, it, it's, a, it's like the, with the film industry now. Like, everything seems to be either a reboot, remake, retelling alternate fucking realities and timelines and stuff like that that seems to be going kind on of when like i that. dropped out of watching horror films because as you'll you'll know i mean we both used to watch a lot of horror films and it was sort of like i don't know i guess like around the turn of the millennium just everything was a remake of something else and it was like a lot of it being like um american studios doing remakes of like japanese or korean or thai horror films and stuff and it's just I just remember thinking, I've already fucking watched these films and the remakes suck, so I'm kind of done with horror films. There's a, um, there's a rumour that The Train to Busan is going to be remade in a US remake, so... It continues. It continues. Um, but I, haven't, uh, I don't really watch horror films and I haven't done for like 15 years, so I just got sick of it all. Yeah, it just, I mean... It just pushed me out of the fandom, basically. If things were different, maybe we'll have a YouTube channel based on horror f- films and stuff instead of games, but... Yeah, there was a time where we would go to uh, like HMV and buy like loads of obscure horror films and stuff like that just to watch because we were heavy into horror. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, just saying one more thing about evil, about about horror remakes. You know, they remade the Evil Dead. <laughs> just make it more like I watched it. <laughs> make it more gorier, which make it more gorier, but not in a way as it, you know, like how gory and weird because it was they had limitations of what they could do because of the money and stuff but they had to be imaginative with the resident with the resident evil the evil dead remake it was a lot more you know splashy like sort of glitzy gore because you know special effects and stuff like that so yeah but like um one more t- one more remake that we can mention before we uh wrap up is um there was the one that was not an official remake but it is a remake of the of a of a of a of a, of a game. It was the Black Mesa by you know the Half Life one. That was done not by done by Valve because that Valve don't make games anymore. But that was done <laughs> by I mean Valve okayed it. They were like, hey, yeah, yeah it's cool. Yeah, yeah, they were actually very cool about it. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. a lot of other teams would not be mm-hmm. like um, uh, Nintendo for one. Like there, there was a one a one man team doing a remake of metroid 2 mm. um um another metroid 2 remake am2r i think he called it and mm. they came in and shut him down um as they i want to do but yeah valve being cool with black mesa was was very very cool of them um i haven't played it but i've seen bits and pieces of it it does look like a really well done remake the original mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah because it was like a rumor of it going around and you know people are like, oh yeah there's a there's someone making it uh and it's, it looks good there was a trailer for it i was like wow this looks this looks fantastic I and mean, yeah valve gave them the seal of approval i mean it does the job that valve don't you know so he doesn't they don't have to do it 
So Val were probably like, you know what? Yeah, go and do it, mate. We don't have to. That saves us from doing it. Well, we just focus on our uh, on our, our Steam platform. So um, yeah, kind of yeah. similarly to how long we waited for the Resident Evil Two remake. Like Black Mesa was being worked on for years. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how long it took. It, it might even have taken the better part of a decade, but it was being worked on for years, and it only fully came out like I don't know, like two years ago, maybe a year ago. Can't even remember. I Fairly think, recently. Yeah, I think about a year, two years ago. I think it, it definitely came out before this whole pandemic thing. But yeah, so about two years. Yeah, that was, that was something that's been worked on for literally for years, and that people were excited about for years. But, uh, yeah, yeah, um, I haven't, haven't played it myself, but um, it does work. Yeah, good. but like I think there was like a fan remake of um of uh was it Knights of the Republic? I do remember some they had it in they had it. I remember there were some videos of it. And that got like shut down. Obviously, now we know because like probably like EA want to do their own official remake, so they're not going to have any fan like remake going out there. Even though it did look good, I saw some some clips on YouTube. I don't know how far they got into it, but I, what from what I saw, they had a bachelor model and stuff, and she was walking around the uh, uh, terrace. Endospire. Oh, Endospire. It might have been that. It was something like that. It was the early part of the, the game. And it looked mm. good. I was like, "Wow, this looks good." But obviously, EA with their lawyers are like, "Did the cease and desist?" But obviously, because I wonder, like, how much are EA involved with what's going on with Kotal? Because obviously, it's like it being a. I mean, I know they published. No, they didn't publish it. Microsoft published it. Oh, Microsoft they own yeah. Bioware now. Yeah. But it's a Star Wars property, so I'd imagine Disney probably owns that outright. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if EA even have anything to do with like. Whatever's yeah. going on, because I'm not clear on what is actually going on with Kotor. Because there were there's there was rumors that it was a remake, and there was rumors that it was going to get a remaster and like released on current consoles. And it seemed to be like both of them were happening. So I'm I'm kind of not sure where that is. Yeah, whether, it's def- whether it's just people getting wires crossed and just seeing like a remaster for new consoles and reading remake into that. Yeah, it's definitely one to keep an eye on. Is it, this this room has been swirling around for years, man? And um, like I said earlier, I mean, like if it happens, oh, I hope they do it justice. I mean, like, yeah, EA. That's a good point. Uh, EA lost the exclusive license to develop Star Wars games, but they they still developing like the online MMO Old Republic. That's still under their care. So I don't know when they acquired. Bioware that they acquired because Star Wars is its own thing, man. Like D- Disney can be like, "Hey, we own that now. EA, we're bigger than you." So, you know, <laughs> you don't you don't have the right to mm. over that. We yeah. can, we will take it from here, sort of thing. You know, I mean, obviously, when the game was made, LucasArts and Lucasfilm were their own thing. They weren't owned by Desti- uh, Destiny. <laughs> they weren't owned by Disney at that point. So mm. it's possible the rights were a bit more a bit easier to acquire, maybe around specific things obviously it is part of star wars so disney will own it but i wonder if like bioware retained something some mm-hmm. kind of like, rights to it but who knows mm-hmm. yeah i guess by the fact that aspire is working on it suggests they don't and it's just fully owned mm-hmm. by disney and they're sort of farming it out to someone else i wouldn't be surprised to be honest because you know Disney do keep a, a, a tight rein over there they would know that that's going to sell and you know it's part of their Star Wars brand, and who knows like that 
that was probably like there's a, there's elements to that to to the story that's actually canon in the current Disney Star yeah. Wars universe. So I don't know if they're going to sort of incorporate that and update the sort of story so it fits into their timeline. Um, who knows, man? They could like instead of being set three thousand years, it could be set like before the the original trilogy. I don't know like how they're going to do it. Knights of the High Republic instead. Something they could do, man. I mean, you know, you know, you don't know like. Disney, they've not handled Star Wars as well as as um, as um, as they have for Marvel. Like Marvel, it's pretty much like it's a, a beast upon itself. That's been handled really well, been planned, and the Star Wars sort of franchise has not been handled as well as as Marvel. I mean, there's still some gems in there. I mean, I I liked Rogue One. I thought it was a good movie. I actually liked um, the the solo film, even though I enjoyed it. Yeah, it didn't need to be made, but it was good for what it was. It doesn't need to exist, but it's fun. Yeah, and Mandalorian's good, but like in general, like if you compare Marvel to Star Star Wars to Marvel, Marvel is just head and shoulders above them in terms of like cohesive story and planning. They actually bought the planet out ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, before they committed anything to film. Yeah, it's uh, it's that's 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 planning for you, man. They they've they've had a roadmap and they seem they seem to be going in a certain way now after Infinity War and the Infinity Stones um whole phases. They they seem to be going in a different different way, which is going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. I'm glad they found something else to do. I mean. It's sort of logical that they're going to go that way, but um, yeah, Elaine. One more thing before before we wrap up about remakes. Um, there's there was a rumor of uh, it was it was meant to, it heard people were going to say it was going to be announced on the Microsoft uh, event on Gamescon of a remake of uh, Resident Evil Four, which obviously that didn't transpire. Nothing was mentioned, but is is a rumor going around that it's that's going to be the next one to be remade? Well, I think I think that's. That's another one of those things that's almost, I mean, maybe it is confirmed and I'm forgetting, but it's essentially mm. known that that's being done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people are just kind of waiting for it to be fully announced. Mm. We have a quick look while, while we're here. Okay. Um, because, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it was it's, it's actually sort of known that it's happening, but maybe I'm just, maybe I'm, I'm just confusing... I think I think maybe someone sort of leaked that it was happening, and everyone mm. just kind of assumed it is true. That's one that I'd be quite happy for them to kind of cut a few things, or maybe not cut a few things, but shorten a few things because I that's a long game. Yeah, that's like twenty hours long. Yeah, yeah, that's a beast of a, of a game. Once you think it's finished, it just keeps going. It's like, oh, it's still going. I enjoyed it, man, but I was it's, like, yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic game. Mm. It is a little bit too long. I think there's, um, especially when you get to the island near the end, I was like, this is neat. Um, sort of, you know, just, that's the, I think that's the weakest part of the game. When you yeah. get to that, that island, I was just like, I don't really, I, I like the, the way you had it in your village and stuff like that. And that sort of castle. I thought the castle was going to be the final bit, man. But mm. obviously they took it and then went to the, to the, that stupid island with like, bloody soldiers and but there was the rea- regenerators that was the that was good yeah. yeah that was good i mean but they could still have taken them and pad them in the uh the main art the main the main setting not having to go yeah. to a fucking military base it's sort of yeah, taken that it is out one that i hope i hope they if they're not going to cut things because if they cut things people are going to hit the roof mm. um 
but maybe just like sort of smarten up the pacing a bit and sort of make it move a bit pacier in some of those longer, less interesting areas. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they go with it because like the original game, you can't like move and shoot at the same time, which yeah. a lot of people will now will be like, well, that sucks. But then you have the purists that go, no, you can't change that. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see what they do with it. I reckon they'll change it. Yeah, they'll have to, you know, they'll, they'll change it. They don't have to, but I reckon they will, you know, just to make it a bit more snappier and more more action-packed. You know. mm. So they'll change that. You can run and gun sort of thing like that. Uh, hopefully they'll keep the suplexes and stuff in. Which I think it was pretty, pretty cool seeing Leon suplex, like like those, um, what they call uh, Las Plagas. Mm. Bang, suplex. Great. Um, that yeah, man. QTEs. Oh, yeah. QTEs, like, I know they weren't the pioneers, but that's what a lot of people remember was QTEs from that game because it's one of the most well known games to have QTEs. I know um, your one of your favorite games, Shenmue, had QTEs. Well, were they the first ones to, to pioneer QTEs? Um, that was where the name came from, I think. They're expri- explicitly called QTEs in that. Mm. Um, but I think they're was one or two other games before that were probably a bit more obscure that had them, but they just didn't call them that. I think it was like Shenmue kind of popularised and named them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like QTs were kind of everywhere in like the 360 PS3 gen. I'm glad they've kind of, I guess they haven't really disappeared, but they've getting them a lot less now. Because mm. they are kind of annoying, especially when they like have fail states. Like Bayonetta One is awful with the QTEs. Like, don't press the button immediately; you die and restart at a checkpoint. It's just like, why? Mm-hmm. They're not fun. Get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not get rid of them. Just make them not so annoying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, but it'd be interesting to see what they do with Resi Four. And I feel like enough people have said it's happening that it, they must be doing it. And maybe they're just waiting for. Right time to announce it because obviously Resident Evil 8 literally came out like a few months ago, was it? Was it May that came out? So mm. that's still pretty new. And um, if it's anything like seven, I'm guessing they'll probably do some DLC for it and everything. So I think maybe when like the Resident Evil 8 cycle is over, we'll probably get Resident Evil 4 remake announced. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a good. Mm. A couple of remakes on the horizon, anyway. That one, if it is true, and obviously we know Dead Space and is coming, and um, bit of taste in the mouth, notwithstanding from EA having killed the people that made it, it does look good. They're saying all the right things, um, so I'm looking forward to it. But I think Insiders have said it's like two years away. It's like 2023. It's meant to be launching, so it's not coming anytime soon. No, 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 it isn't. But um, what do you think, Ross? Shall we wrap it up now? Uh, I have one question, actually. Oh, okay. Up. Yeah, sure. Are there sure. any games you want remade? Ooh. Ooh, that's a... Yeah, glad you brought that up, man. Any games I want remade? Hmm. Uh, probably, like, I, I know I, 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 I dangle off their nuts a lot, uh, but I love that studio so much, like... I'm, I'm kind of like want a Jade Empire remake, but that's never going to happen, man. I kind of want them to, to get sell the IP because it's just their dormant. Give it to uh, like, I'm going to say Microsoft because you know obviously they're the ones who um, published it. 
and they have a ton of RPG studios. Yeah, they got loads of RPG studios. Just do it, let revive it, reboot it, remake it, just do something with it because it's just there, and it's such a shame because that game is such an underrated and underappreciated gem. Such uh, a cool setting as well. Yeah, which is it, just going underused. Yeah, so please, please, let's have a remake of of Jade Empire. I mean, that with its current. Like the, the combat and that was good. It was fluid. You know, you can change styles. It's very action packed. Um, that's just crying out for a, a remake. Uh, like just, just please, like you're not doing anything with it. Oh, I mean, if EA want to like get Bioware to do a re- reboot, I mean a re- uh, remake, please do. But I, I don't think it's going to happen. Mm. But I would, I would like that to be remade. And uh, yeah. That's probably the, the the game I can think of at the top of my head that should should get a remake. I mean, there's like, um, what else? Like, it's, I, it's probably something I want a, a remake of, but I can't really think of one. I would completely put you on the spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you did kind of. I asked I mean, you like, the question. Now I was thinking, do I have an answer to yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, like maybe like a like um. Or Ocarina of Time that deserves a remake. I think that would, uh, that that would look good with the current like sort of like a Breath of the Wild thing. But then again, like you got Breath of the Wild, and you don't really need a, a, a Ocarina of Time remake. I mean, it's, it's it's loved as how it is, but that could do with us. Like if someone if they were like we're going to remake that in the same engine that we we made Breath of the Wild, people people would be. We will go nuts for that. Yeah, they'll go nuts for that. Yeah, but um, like uh. Yeah, that's just the two I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I, that's a good game. And hopefully they won't do the Final Fantasy thing and like pad it out with needless side quests. Because uh, how long was that game? About 20, 30, depending on if you did everything. Such hours long. I mean... Mm-hmm. You got 20, 25 hours. Yeah. I mean, that's a... That's a well, that was going on in people's like, best games of all time. Obviously, it's been eclipsed now by Breath of the Wild. But it's still... If you gave it the sort of current gen treatment like like they did with like, with breath of the wild it would sell well and they did it they've done it recently they have done a remake of uh of the one on the wii was it links awakening no it wasn't links awakening it's skyward oh, sword. sword yeah that's had a is that a remaster that's a remake isn't it yes, yes it's a remaster basically. It's a remaster. yeah but they've just sort of changed up some of the controls and stuff because obviously mm-hmm. it had wii waggle mm-hmm. on the wii but yeah, like something like that. I mean, that people went crazy for that, and obviously, you, Nintendo can charge like seventy quid, and it will never go. De- people will buy it, and it would never go on sale. Never so, you know, <laughs> yeah, never dropping it for Nintendo. It prints money, that. Nintendo. Yeah. We're giving you ideas here. First party games, Nintendo never do sales. But yeah, that that'll be a good remake, man. Like a complete like overhaul, build it up, have it like it'll be like so so much nostalgia for some people because obviously that was a game. That, first Zelda game that a lot of people played. Um it's it's still it's still a really good game. Obviously the it's, it looks a bit clunky now because of the, the where how it was when it was released. But yeah, it's good. I mean yeah that's just two Jade Empire and Ocarina of Time. So do you have one? Do you have one? Mr. Um hastily trying to think of something while while you were talking because I hadn't even <laughs> considered it until this. <laughs> Questions have popped into my head there, but um, one that has kind of been talked about a lot over the years, which I'd actually quite 
like to see was would be a Goldeneye remake. Because oh, um, yeah. honest, like, I like like pretty much everyone our age. I loved that game at the time, yeah, yeah, but it plays like garbage now. Like yeah. it was, it's it's from a time when there were no real standardized console FPS controls. So it was just it had its own wacky control system, mm. um, and it plays like crap now, quite frankly. Mm. But it's still a really good game. So I'd quite like to see that Rare were actually making. I think it was Rare might have been 4J or someone instead, but someone was making a remake. Um, so obviously Microsoft owned some of the rights to it, and I think Nintendo owned some of the rights, and uh, obviously like whoever owns the Bond film rights owns some of the rights, so it's kind of a mess of rights, which is why it's never happened, but someone, I think Rare, was actually working on a reboot, um, not a reboot, a remake rather, under Microsoft and it kind of got the kibosh because of the tricky rights situation. Mm. And there are there is video out there of it and it looks like a fairly faithful remake. Um, but I'd, I'd be quite happy just kind of remake the levels as they are, but give it proper modern controls and modern graphics and that would do it for me. Mm. But uh, other than that, I think... Newer stuff, like I'm happy to just get like a remaster that prettys it up and makes sticks at a higher frame rate, like the recent mm -hmm. uh, Mass Effect collection. I'm happy enough for a remaster with that, given it's not that older game. But for remakes, for me, I think of older systems because obviously a lot of those games aren't just aren't playable now. Um, so like you were talking about Ocarina, you can't play that unless you have an N64 or 3DS. Or yeah, or the 3DS, or if you were lucky enough to get the Zelda disc that came with the GameCube, which had an emulated version of it on there. Um, but mine would be Saturn stuff, because a lot of the Saturn games are just stuck on the Saturn, and I love my Saturn. But number one, I think, would probably be Panzer Dragoon Saga, um, and joint that and Panzer Dragoon 2's Vi, which is one of my favourite games of all time. And uh, unless you have a Saturn, I have two, and I'm not sure they even work anymore. Mm. But unless you have a Saturn, you can't play those games. And Panzer Dragoon Saga, in particular, had a very, very low print run. So not many people even own it. Um, I own a copy of it, which, which is in really good nick, luckily. But mm. I'd, I'd like to see that brought and updated and made available to play on modern platforms. And uh, it looks a bit bad now <laughs> 3d game on the saturn so yeah if someone were to remake that that'd be really nice but there's a i think they're polish forever entertainment they put out a remake of the first panzer dragoon like a year or two ago uh maybe a year ago it came out on the switch first and then everything else afterwards so i'm hoping they're supposed to be remaking zvi as well so i'm hoping after that they can somehow remake saga there a very small team and it's not going to be a great product but at least it'll be playable i guess mm. so yeah i guess that would be mine anything on the saturn really but those two in particular would i would love to see come back okay cool all right ah okay i guess that's uh about covers it mr Ross. um does, is there anything you uh any videos or anything you've got planned for the channel coming up um, I have nothing planned at the moment because I still don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I finally got my yeah. Psychonauts VR videos done. 
yeah. at least. So if you haven't watched those, go check them out. I wanted to get yeah. those up before Psychonauts 2 came out because yeah. it bridges the gap between the two games. So I got mm. that up, I think, the day before Psychonauts 2 came out. <laughs> um, other than that, I don't know at the moment what I'm going to do next. Yeah, because so, like I said, just see. like I said, we're sort of phasing out the Let's Play uh, element of our channel. Um, clearly, because it just wasn't viable, like no one was really watching it. And what's the point of like releasing a, a, a video where you get like five or six people watching it? It's really like sort of disheartening. Like, the things that do well is our, obviously our podcast, our live stuff, and the one offs like exploring Game Pass and Quick Looks, they do better. Um, I think like, yeah, let's play still have a place, but at the moment it's not happening for us. I think we've taken, we, we got to take the, the channel in, in sort of a different direction. Obviously like we are keeping it with games, but it will be like more di- sort of different content, but, um, yeah, like I'd still be doing the Twitch. I'm still doing my whole let's play of, um, the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, ho- I want to put another sort of, because I'm very like I'm just doing Apex and Mass Effect at the moment. I sort of getting a bit annoyed with Apex, so I'm gonna sort of put that to the side and find something else to play. Um, like maybe I'll get people like a team game, maybe it's not not among us, but something in that vein. Because I know there's a few people that like to play that game, and maybe I can do something with that. But also, yeah, but well, we've got some other plans for the for, for videos coming up. I mean. Like in the works that I don't want to really mention, but it'll be something different. Um, obviously, we've got the podcast and Halloween's coming up. We got something planned for that as well. That Mr. Uh, Mr. Rose and I do, and obviously we'll do. Hopefully, we'll still be able to like put up like one shots of horror games. There's a couple coming out during Halloween, so which can use. Obviously, we're going to have to use Game Pass to look for games to play on that. But yeah, we'll continue our exploring Game Pass. We'll probably do like, I don't know, like sh- not full Let's Plays, but like two parters of a, of a game or stuff like that. Obviously, we want to do more unboxing videos, more live action, um, like exit, um, going to cons and stuff like that again. But yeah, that's probably much we've got planned. There'll be no more full Let's Plays. I don't yeah, think it's just not worth the amount of time and effort it takes. But we My will be thinking was I might do some kind of like abridged um mm. lens play where I just kind of edit it down to the highlights, but I'm still kind of deciding mm-hmm. on that. So yeah. Nothing to announce as yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we will be doing a let's co-op because they do quite well. I mean, like our Halo series did really like they did pretty well. Um so maybe we'll, we'll do a, a, a let's co-op. Well, we won't be able to do a let's co-op at Halo Infinite when that comes out. <laughs> no, no, we won't. We have co-op at launch. No, it's just a shame. But there'll be there's some other games out there we can do. And EA have actually done like a couple of co-op games that should, could be quite interesting um, to do. But yeah, I mean, I think that's that's about it, Mr. Ross. Until next time. I think that's a wrap on that. Yeah discussion about remakes and the ones mm. we like and the one i think is rubbish uh, and the rumored ones so uh yeah overall i think remakes can be good if they're done right they're done well and some of them can just be really padded over bloated uh <laughs> don't worry those ones can still get high scores and sell really well apparently so yeah mm-hmm. uh, not that i'm bitter <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, do you want to do the outro, Mr. Ross? Yes, I would. I would like to do that very much. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank thanks for listening or watching if you're on YouTube, mm. and if you are listening and not seeing our wonderful faces, mm. why not give us a watch on YouTube? And um, as always, as we get up in the usual podcast places on our YouTube and check out our channel for other content. Check out our Twitch for to see Paul playing Apex, maybe a bit less than usual, and less. also Mass Effect. And uh, yeah, come check out the rest of our content. Thanks for listening and watching, and we see you next time. Bye. Bye.